We play more than music. We play it. We don't just bring the news. We break it. We educate you beyond the four walls of your classroom, and that's why we are the best. This is not just a radio station. This is the radio station. In our society today, our society is what it is as a result of our actions. In having a better society, building our society, what's my role? What's your role? What's your role? That's what our society program, Awujowa, is all about. An educative program where all and sundry will be able to listen and share their opinions as guests from different sectors will be coming into the show. It's a must listen for every home. Join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. as we both learn and impact lives. Don't miss it. Hello, Peru. I am Anda. Ni shele lawe jo wa loni. Pento shele lawe jo wa ni she peliwa tangu lawe jo. Lati ni lawe jo todaya. Kine pa mi, kine pa re. Lawujo Okay, 
Hey, a pleasant morning to you wherever you're listening to us. You're on to the show, Awujawa Society from OFM 92.5 Beyond Sand. And this is a greeting from us to our Muslim entirely because we know that this is uh, the season of love and uh, a season of blessing. We are in the month of Ramadan. So we wish every one of you Ramadan Mubarak. So if you're just joining us on this show particularly, uh, it's a show that we bring to you our aspects from different aspects to treat uh, different topics that are related to our society. And this is the voice of Barakat Adejumo. Good morning. So, two weeks ago, we were here discussing about the issue of the position of this, our so-called government, the executive order versus uh, the Supreme Court. And uh, glory be to God today that everything has been resolved. At least we have the opinion of the CBN governor. And... Last week also, we were grateful because the election that we held here in Kwara State was a very peaceful one, and same way with other states. So, this morning, where are we going? It's about our health. Yes, especially uh, this time that we are, a lot of people will tell you, okay, I cannot fast, I cannot do this, I cannot do that. A lot of excuses. And that is why we will be discussing about peptic ulcer disease, the myth and facts alongside with the symptoms and how to prevent this disease. Okay, <laughs> Olamide, omo la ojo lugu ko timi ten fe npe ni MC Olaze bi ta lo la awon eyi ni bi pe a fe so nepa ile rara wa tori pe o se pataki lati menu ba ni sa ta wa yi ti o te ye pe awen lo ni ta lowo lowo polopo ni won so wi pe tori nkan bayi tori idi bayi bayi awon oni le gba awe awon kan la won lo gbe nu won se gbugbu e tori alase mu akotu itu kan wa loni ta pe ni eh isan gbenu bo lati mo bo ami wo lo ma mu jade ati bo ni asele ma gbe pelu re lalafia lai si ifarapa laaro yi ohun ta ma ma soro le lori ni Okay, so uh, as I've said earlier that uh, we would be discussing about peptic ulcer disease, uh, the meat fact and symptoms alongside with the prevention. So the person that will be doing justice to that this morning is uh, Dr. Femi Aride, who is a senior registrar, uh, gastroenterology and hepatology unit, University of Me- sorry, Department of Medicine, University of Elorin Teaching Hospital, and is, uh, is right here with us in the studio. Thank you for coming, sir. Good morning to you. 
Thank you very much, uh, the host and our listeners at home. I also want to greet us a very good morning to everyone and to also uh, wish all those, all our Muslim faithfuls and all those who are also fasting this season, uh, Ramadan uh, Mubarak. Thank you for coming, sir. So, as we've said, uh, the first thing we have to discuss on the show is what exactly peptic ulcer is. Because a lot of us, at times, some people attribute it to something that is totally different from it. Yes, uh, thank you very much, host. Uh, uh, peptic ulcer is, uh, we can say it's a disease. We say peptic ulcer disease, majorly because it is a condition that has a particular known cause and it uh, presents with uh, uh, varieties of, of symptoms. So it qualifies to be called a disease because we know what is causing it and we know what are the various signs and some of the various symptoms that it can produce in those who are suffering suffering from it. So this uh, condition is uh, actually characterized by the a kind of a brick within the lining of the upper parts of the intestine or the stomach. The stomach is a part of uh, part of us where when we eat food, food enters and stays for a while to be digested by various enzymes in the stomach to break it down to usable form that the body can later take up in the intestine. So the food stays temporarily in the stomach. When we eat, it enters into the stomach. It stays there for a while. It is broken down from there. It goes into the small intestine where it is now taken up into the blood to be able to uh, benefit our body. But because of the nature of this stomach, which sometimes contains a very uh, high concentration of acid, as well as so many digestive uh, enzymes that also act to break down these food components, there may be some issues along the line that can now start causing a break in what is supposed to protect the lining of the stomach from these highly uh, corrosive uh, substances that is there, which is meant to be there to react on the food we are eating in, it's now having some effect on the wall of the stomach itself, so thereby causing a break. So when that break is more than 5 uh, millimeters, we say it is an ulcer, and when that break is less than 5 millimeters, we say it is just an erosion. So simply put, we can say peptic ulcer disease is when there is a break within the lining of the stomach or the lining of the upper part of the small intestine, precisely the upper part of the uh, duodenum. So when that is present, we say this person has peptic uh, ulcer disease. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Ibi leti nu taba jeun jese nu oni be tunje ma hoko do si to ma ti da ibato pe yan jeun to fi ipo ti yo no ibe tunje ma hoko do si yen o la pe ni stomach now tunje ba ti wa ni be yen oni awon 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 nkokan ninu arawa to ma bere ti sise lori unje yen to ma le fo si ona wewe ti ara ma le mulo fun afani ara so bi inu bi to je ma ko dro si yen ti awon nkan to tele nu yen to ba ti di pe o ge abo o o la kekere 
to wa fe di bi 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 eh ti line e ba ti la bi ko 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 smooth gbogbo o line pa ko mora won won la n pe pe ka break kan ti wa laarin yen ati break yen ba wa o ma ma je ki awon kan to ye ko de inu line ala gangan o ma je ko ma bere si kan to wa de tin kan o ma ma ko si inira die die so simply put ibi ta nje un je si ninu yen line kan wa to ye ko telebe to ni je ki awon kankan to ye ko ise lori unje ta nje yen o kan ala gangan bo ti line to n toju be yen ba di pe ti o break for any reason o ma ma je ki nkan to ye ko ise lori unje na ku ma sise lori etele ala gangan to wa ni tele kun yen and o ma ma bere si fa inira inira die die Thank you very much, sir. So as you are listening to us, you can also watch us live on Facebook or uh, just search Awujowa, Awujowa on Facebook. Okay, uh, having said that, I believe there are many types of this peptic ulcer. Uh, yes, you are, you are very right, ma. There are, there are uh, types of peptic ulcer disease. Actually, we, can, we often see that acid peptic disease is a spectrum and that spectrum we can say stretches from uh, the food pipe where food enters into the stomach up to the uh, upper part of the intestine where most of the digestions are, are uh, 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 proceeds from. So uh, the 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 parts that has to do with the upper part of the inter of the of the food tract where we talk of the esophagus, the food pipe. We can say that as a, what we call reflux disease, gastro and gastro, gas and reflux uh, esophagitis, gastroesophageal reflux disease. So that one is not a focus of our discussion today. But the one that we are focusing on is the second part of that spectrum, which talks on the peptic ulcer disease, which involves the stomach and then the upper parts of the small intestine and the duodenum. So these peptic ulcer diseases usually can be of two types. We can say gastric, the one that is in the stomach alone, or the one that is in the upper parts of the intestine, the duodenal ulcer. So it can be a gastric ulcer or a duodenal ulcer, based on where it is uh, 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 located. But the common one, the common one of the two, the more common one of the two, is the uh, duodenal, duodenal ulcer. Okay. Um. Okay, I believe before there will be this uh, disruption in the stomach, there will be some causes. So maybe due to the food we eat or some other things. So what are the major causes of this peptic ulcer? 
Yeah, thank you very much. I was, the, the, uh, the courses, I don't want to, I don't want to say courses. Okay. Because uh, I would just say, let's, let's assume there is just a, a course okay. with too many things leading to that course. Okay. So we can say there is just a basic mechanism that causes ulcer. And then so many things can cause that uh, damage here. So I, I would say the, major, the underlying mechanism behind development of peptic ulcerations is an imbalance. An imbalance between two forces within the stomach. Now, Nick, the way God has created us, He He puts He put uh, He put He knew we needed certain things to break down the food we eat. Now, to protect us, and those things, for example, include hydrochloric acid. People who have done chemistry know that hydrochloric acid is a very strong acid. So it is a miracle that we can accommodate that kind of very strong acid in our stomach and not have any problem. You put ordinary finger in hydrochloric acid, it will burn the hand. Wow. So it is as, in fact, people that know science, we know that hydrochloric acid is a very, very strong acid. Yet we have this acid in our, in our, in our body. Mm. But God putting that there also put a protective uh, a layer that the acid does not touch the lining of the stomach. So we have what looks like a mucus, like a like mucus is like, uh, like uh, the way we can look at mucus is like what we bring out from our nose, something that mm. is thick. Yes. So there is a mucus lining that God has put there to line the stomach on top of which these acids are secreted. So the acid does not touch the wall of the stomach normally. So there is a balance between the acid production and the mucus protective layer or lining of the body. So the moment there is an imbalance in favor of that acid production and there are, other, there are also aggressive forces, we call it balance between protective and aggressive forces within the stomach. So the protective forces are the mucus lining, the, uh, 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 the mucus lining, some things we call prostaglandins, which are also produced within the stomach wall. And then all those ones are there by carbonate secretion, small, small, small quantity of that within that mucus lining. They all act to insulate the body away from that acid. The aggressive forces there is the hydrochloric acid itself and then the uh, the pepsin, which helps to break proteins that we eat into smaller uh, digestible, mo uh, absorbable molecules. So those are pepsin, and because the body is also because of protein, that pepsin can also digest the normal body uh, surface. So those mucus layer protects. So the imbalance between the aggressive forces, the hydrochloric acid and the pepsin, and the protective forces, the mucus lining. So once there is that imbalance in favor of the aggressive forces, the aggressive forces now start touching the lining of the wall of the stomach that it should not touch ordinarily, and then start producing what we call these uh, peptic uh, symptoms. Now, the way there are so many things that can lead to, into, to this imbalance, okay. and this has been a subject of research for, for, for decades, even centuries, and a lot of associations have been drawn up, which has fueled so many myths about peptic ulcer disease. But the current finding now is that majority of peptic ulcer disease are caused by a microbiologic agent, which is called Electrobacter pylori. So this H. pylori is the major culprit. It is what makes 
that it, it alters that balance. Once somebody is infected with that H. pylori infection, it alters that balance in favor of that aggressive forces. So more than 75% of peptic concentrations arise from this bacterial infection. Mm-hmm. The other things can now account for the, the other reasons to have that imbalance. So other things can now be, yes, people that consume uh, painkillers indiscriminately. They just pick up painkillers, diclofenac, hypoprofine, and all those non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs because they are having back pains or they are doing very strenuous work. People who are doing manual labors who go to work and work, they get tired, they use painkillers. Some of these painkillers, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, which are very cheap, which are over the counter, they are readily available. Use of NSAIDs is the second reason why this imbalance occurs. So the two major causes, as we can see, of peptic ulcer disease are this H. pylori infection and indiscriminate use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. The other things that people will say causes it are mere associations. Mm. For example, people saying that, yes, when they eat spicy food, spicy yes, food can cause... Spicy food is not a cause of ulcer. But for somebody that has an ulcer, it can exacerbate or worsen is our symptoms. So some of the all of the things that we are associating with it now are mere associations. But the major culprit that causes peptic ulcerations are that H. pylori infection and indiscriminate use of NSAIDs. Now I should also quickly point out that strictly speaking, some things can present like ulcer and it is not ulcer. So that's why we should not just assume that you have ulcer. It's not just because you're having this symptom, then you have ulcer. No. So it is important to get evaluated in the hospital to be sure that what you are having is peptic ulcer disease and not something else. Somebody will say they've used other, other drugs, ulcer drug. I've not felt better. Okay. Some of these people are just, eh, eh. are you sure what you have is really peptic ulcer disease? So there are so many things that also can present like ulcer, but it is not ulcer. But that's not the focus of our discussion. So the point is, it's good to have a proper evaluation in the hospital to get checked up to be sure that what we have is actually um, peptic ulcer. But summarily, what I'm saying, the major cause is an imbalance. And what causes that imbalance in most people is H. pylori infection and NSAID chronic uh, painkiller use. Those are the two major culprits that we can say uh, is a, 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 a causes of this peptic ulcer disease. Well, it's really good to get this explanation clearly from a doctor. I can't even imagine me interpreting all this myself. Ah, I shall, ma'am, to about to see if we decay, we pay or do a day to give only only acid decanto one. I won't only more issue. If you were we pay acid, ye see a barrier acid, you could do see more back your wobble acid, ye my jacky a winning. I share a winning. 
a se le se de bi pe eh o le be si nje eh o ma ma je ti o ba ki owo sinu acid ye won ni o ya lenu pe wa acid yi o wa ninu wa ti olorun oba to se sinu wa won ni sugbon wa nikankan ti o se kini o bu acid yi ti o je kokan ibi ti o ye kokan won ni awon acid yi ni ona ba awon sise po lati je ki o nje ti a je lati je ki o di nkan to je pe o le wonu eje lo lati sanfani funga wa oni ti uh, acid yi ti ati nkan to nbo yi ati nkan ti o lo nje po yi ti o ba ti wa du ode demo to ba ye pe nkan ti da dawuda pode bi pe acid to pa mo yi ti wa o ti wa kan awon bi ti o ye ki o kan won ni wu awon nkan yi lo ma nfa aisan ogbe nu won ni wo pe o meji na pe nkan to ma ndi di fa ni ye oni sugbon ki lo wa nfa dawuda po yi ki lo ma mu wa won ni o meji ni alakoko won dawuko eh won fi edi oyin edi isegun dawuko ikan ti h pylora eh mi a mo tun mo ye dada bi awon ba le power so tun mo ni yo ba dada igbo elekeji ti mo gbo ni bi pe awon ogun ta nlo eh lopolopo igba ti pe o na ma nse ose ninu eyan pe pe eyan sise lo sin yi oni o ti gan oya e ba mu ogun ara riwo kan wa e ba mu awon ogun yi won ni o la mu nkan kan be ti o ma nba eh alafun awon kini ta so yi tu ma nba jija card de bi pe o sese kun ma duro eh bo se yoko wa bolorun o ba se da won ni ti dawo da po ba ti wa nbe ti o wa leto leto bolorun o ba se da ni o ma nfa aisan gbe nu o fi le ko wi pe e moye aisan to ma nfi ara jo aisan gbe nu sugbon ti o kin se aisan gbe nu olawo mi ma so pe ta won ba ti jo je to lata ni aisan gbe nu yi ma nwa won ni lopolopo igba pe ko ri be pe to ba ti na aisan yi lara tele tele to ba wa je o nje to lata ni aisan to awa ma fojulede ama ama se kini ama fesi ama fojulede si daada to ba tin je ohun to ba ti lata pe sugbon ti o ba si ni tele pe pe o nje to lata kin se ohun ko lo ma nwu aisan yi jade o wa ni awon aisan mi wa to pe mo fa ra jo aisan gbe nu ti o kin se aisan gbe nu to ge la gbodo se se kini se wa di wa daada lati mo biya aisan gbe nu la ni o abi ko se aisan gbe nu la ni ka ma ko ni loko wi pe to ri pa mo te ra won ami yi mo ti la aisan gbe nu jere won ni ko ri be lopolopo igba okay um i don't know due to our time but i will quickly like us to discuss this and that is a meat and facts as you said that some people say because i i take a lot of spiced or peppery food that is why i'm having difficulty or let me say that is why i'm having ulcer some people even say okay because i i take a lot i consume a lot of gari i think those are the meat around it so the meat and facts surrounding this peptic ulcer yes thank you very much ma the and there are a lot of uh, myths and 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 facts which uh, empirical uh, evidences actually don't support and like i've said uh, meat is a subject of uh, just a lot of misinformation people uh, generalizing with their own personal experiences or probably what they add from somewhere and then forming opinions about it now there are a lot of myths about uh, peptic ulcer disease which don't have scientific uh, uh, basis and one of them was what i made allusion to earlier 
about, uh, for example, people believing that spicy food is the cause of their ulcer, that somebody gave them a peppery food, and that was why they have ulcer. You will agree with me that a lot of people even love taking peppery foods, yes. and they don't have any problem with it. So if you say something causes something, it means that once you're exposed to that thing, then you should expect to see a particular outcome. Remember, I would say a disease has a known cause and it has specified or kind of specific symptoms. So if you say there is a causal relationship, you are saying that everybody that eats this should have this, but we know that is not true. Yes. More than 900% of, more than 90% of people who eat spicy food eat it and they don't have any, any discomfort from it. So that naturally debunks the claim that spicy food is a cause of peptic ulcer disease. But what is true is that for somebody that has peptic ulcer disease, spicy food should be avoided because it can exacerbate the symptom. And it sounds so logic. For example, if you have the Yoruba like onfi, atasi, kind of like something like that when you have a wound you are putting pepper on it okay. so you understand so it's just the obvious rational belief that if there is a wound somewhere if there is a compromise somewhere on the skin surface of the of the lining of the stomach and then you now put pepper on it even if it's not in the stomach anywhere there is a yes, wound you and you put it. pepper there definitely you feel it so for somebody that has peptic ulcer disease before Peppery food can exacerbate the symptoms. So we advise them oftentimes to avoid. So it's not a cause, but it can mm. uh, uh, trigger an attack in somebody that has the disease or it can worsen or exacerbate uh, the person's uh, symptom. Another common myth is that stress is a cause of ulcer. Mm, that uh, if there is stress, that stress, if I go through stress, I start having uh, ulcer symptoms. The truth is that the person actually, the person actually has a background predisposition, which stress is just an exacerbation, which just brings about an exacerbation. But not even stress, as we talk about it. Mm. Stress generally for every for any part of our body is not good. So stress on its own is not a cause mm. of peptic ulcer disease. Stress actually is 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 can can exacerbate the uh, the ulcer, ulcer symptoms. So, it's not a cause, but it can exacerbate it. However, there is something we call stress ulcers. Stress ulcers are found in critically ill patients. Mm. Patients, for example, who are in intensive care units, unconscious patients, patients with, uh, for example, patients with uh, maybe brain surgery, who had brain surgeries, who are who are chronically critically ill. So. In the setting of that critical illness, there can be predisposition to developing ulcers within the stomach. So that is different, and most people are not in that category. So the stress we are talking about that can cause ulcer are stress of critical illness. And in that system, that setting of critical illness, what usually happens is there is what we call reduced blood supply to the stomach. Because the body is at that time, we can say it's fighting for survival. So there is reduced blood supply to that stomach, and then there will not be what we call ischemia because of poor blood supply. The nourishment to the stomach wall is deficient, and there is now gradual breakdown 
which now allows these aggressive forces to begin to touch where it should not touch and then causing ulcer. So it's not it's not the stress of day-to-day -day living that way that will cause ulcer. It's the stress of critical illness like uh, conscious patients, patient in intensive care unit. Those are the ones that are predisposed to ulceration from from stress. And then the other myth is that ulcer is not treatable. It's something you have to endure for the rest for of your life. Years. It is not true. Mm. It is not true. Most of it, we have effective treatment modalities. The problem is a lot of people uh, just go for self-medication. Self-medication is not the best medication. There are experts that know about some of these illnesses, and there is a lot of advancement in uh, whatever is happening as not, uh, to anybody. You are not going to be the first person that will be having that kind of a complaint. So there have been modalities of treatment that has evolved over time, which has been scientifically proven. And uh, which can be of help, which we can uh, avail ourselves the opportunity, the opportunity to, uh, to use. Then the other myth has to do with uh, uh, lifestyle, like smoking and all of those things. Mm, yes. As much as we can know, smoking can exa can actually can actually be precipitant. It can also exacerbate also symptoms. Don't say our smoking relieves their symptom. Actually, the converse is true. Mm. Smoking can actually exacerbate uh, can exacerbate uh, symptom. It does not. It does not relieve it. So there are so many myths around peptic ulcer disease, but the long and short of, of what we are saying is if you are suspecting that what is you have is peptic ulcer disease, the best thing is to do what? To seek medical attention from the right sources. Don't just make assumptions. Somehow all the time what you are having may not even be peptic ulcer disease. It could be something that is that may not be that should be diagnosed earlier. There are other things that may present like it, which is not it, which we also need to identify and quickly uh, address it before it uh, goes out of hand. So the long and short is don't just live your life with beliefs or what people are saying about a particular condition you think you are having. Seek the right information from the right sources and avail yourself the benefits of the available knowledge in those uh, specialties. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Uh, we appreciate our, our commentator on Facebook. That is Abdelgeni Khaindenif. Thank you very much for joining us on Facebook Live. Okay, um, before we proceed, uh, let's allow my Oga here. Olasi, are you here? Onti wansoni yiki awon enti yon man foju wan. Ta wanyan ni bagbon nou viko yon lo fa. Son yon bwen nou ti yo de ki yon mko. Lo man fa toko yepo yon koma mwa wwa miye. On man mwa da da ni vipi yon ni abiki. Awan yon ni radye diye tu yon to awan yon ni tele awan mw. Yoko feju si. On ni akoko mwen ni ti ata. On ni okondo koma ni ta wwa ti injen kanto la ta jubaye. Aison bwen nou ma ade. Oni iwe le iji na so to kupo. To kipo ay mwye anwa. To yopo unje ta wwa fè wanju ni unje tu bata. Ti ure si inkan to shi wwa. Ti unje po wani ay son bwe nou. Oni okwa lopo nkan. Awa yon ma anfo ju wwa yopo. Wwa sofu wwa ay iso anwa wwa. Late nou den nou. Bo nto ma anfa lele yi lopo lopo. Nwa ma anu bwa bwa nwa. Ta wwa nwa ma anso jade vipo wani yon to bati jonji ataju. Ni yon ma anu ay son bwe nou. Oni ko si inkan to jole yi. Wani ay unje ata. Okoda bi wipo yi. Ti yon bati nwa yi son yi tele. Yon yon unje ata yi. Awa je ki ay son yi ki yon fe ju si. Da, da. En wani yi. En kote yopo akpere ay fo. Ti yon le fo ju rini. Wani ti yon bo ba wala re yon ba yi. Ti yon ki yon. Toko wala re yon. 
Waniti eyan ba mu ata ti o ba fi si egboye bo lo se ma ri o ma ta si je o ma teniye de bi wi pe o se se keje ati opolopo nkan ma bere si sele to ba ti fi ata suju egboye oni be na ninu won ni gba to ni oni ogbe ninu to wa lo mu ata to wa nji ata sinu ogbe oni kilo 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 po le sele a ko ma je ki aisan yi ko feju sini o gbe sugbon lo ma nfa aisan gbe nu ye won ni ka tunu wi pe cancer ti o ni kan ni ko si nkan to jo be won ni elekeji won ni bi pe won ni wahala ti won ba ti se wahala eh lotu losi bi pe ma nfa ogbe nu won le le na ki soto won ni nkan to ma je ki o ko ma je ki eh ogbe nu yi ki o feju sini won ni wahala ma je ko feju sini gbe ko se bi pe ohun lo ma nfa aisan gbe nu won ni wahala fa gwa ara na ohun ti o da ni oni gbogbo agbara lo lodi si pe ka ma fi ra wa se wahala sise won ni sugbon en ba wa ni aisan gbe enu to ba wa fi ra re se wahala a ko je ki aisan yi ko ma feju si won ni wahala to le mu eyan to le je ki o eyan ni aisan gbe enu ni bi pe eyan ti wa ninu ailera ti ailera e de to to lagbara gan to ye pe bi pe awon aisan polo abi opolopo awon nkan mi beye to ye pe o lagbara gan won ni eleyi o le fa ki eje ki o ma le sise de gbogbo awon bi to ye ko sise de ninu ekun re won ni eleyi de re ti eje o ba ti sise de gbogbo awon bi to ye ko sise de o sese ki eyan ni aisan ogbe nu won ni ye ni wahala ti o le fa ki eyan fi ni aisan ogbe nu ko sugbon lai si ye pe awon nse awon ise kan to mu wahala da ni awon ni ama ni ogbe nu pe ye won ti eyan ba ti ni tele loko ma je ki o fejulede rada won tu won so pe emi ewo to jina so to mi ni bi pe won ni ti eyan ba ti na aisan ogbe nu ko se wo san mo won ni ke leyin ke eyan ma gbe pelu e pe ko se wo san won ni eleyi na ewo to jina so to ni won ni aisan ogbe nu bi pe opolopo iwadi won ni kokolu ma kokon se won ti sawun eyan ri to ye pe awon oluwadi de tin sise gan lori iwadi e pe bo la sele ma wo aisan isan to de ti ri awon nkan ti won le fi wo san to ye pe awon aju agbaye gan o jo lohun te bi pe ohun to le wo aisan isan ni ye won ni sugbon nkan to ma sopolopo ni bi pe lesan gbe enu eje ke ma logun fun ara mi eleyi ma je ke wo san oni gbogbo eleyi lo ma nfa wahala sagbara eniyan to ba ti ri po lesan yi ohun to ye ko se ni wi pe o ye ko lo si odo awon ti eh won mo nipa re awon onisegun lati je ki won mo bi pe o da ohun bayi ni wahalo ohun bayi ko ni wahalo atawon kan bayi awon lo ma to esanna lawon to ye ko se oni sugbon ipanpara e olohun paja lawon ti won ba ni to ba wa nlo ogun fun ara won lai gbase lowo awon ti won mo npa re lati toju e won so bi pe yi to je baba nba ti eh yi to je yi to won so gbe yin ni bi pe awon to ma nlo awon nkan awon gbogi won ma mu awon nkan ti o je gbogi ologo eh bi awon eh ka ma fa gbo ka ma fa awon siga atawon nkan be be lo won ni eleyi won ni opolopo bi pe ka ba se mo bi pe o ma mu ogbe enu dagba soke ni fawon ti won ba ti ni ko ma je ko fojulede daada eh ngba ti ara ro bomb lowo ni wu gbogbo awon wu nkan bayi won ni ka yago fun ka desa fun oh doctor i wish i could ask all the questions surrounding the meat and facts now you know some people will tell you that ah no if you have this peptic ulcer you cannot fast if you have peptic ulcer you cannot do this you know lot of things but i would like to ask that what are the signs or symptoms that would let us know that yes this is actually peptic ulcer 
Yeah, the the common presentation, the commonest uh, complaint that comes around is pain in the upper part of the stomach, or upper part of the abdomen, upper abdominal pain, or what we call epigastric pain. That is the commonest uh, presentation. That is the commonest uh, symptom or, or complaint that uh, somebody that has a peptic ulcer disease usually come with. The other form of uh, discomfort that they may feel, they may have feeling of abdominal fullness, uh, bloating sensation. So those are some of the other uh, discomforts that they may exercise. So some of some will not just have the pain, they can just have undue abdominal fullness, they can have, uh, yeah, that abdominal fullness, that bloating sensation. But the commonest uh, complaint is usually uh, that upper abdominal upper abdominal pain, which we call epigastric pain, and it can range in a degree of severity mm -hmm. from very just mild, soft, small, and small, mild pain to actually very severe uh, discomfort. However, there are some other complaint, other associated symptoms that when it is present, it helps us. It it gives us like a a warning sign of a potential something more serious than just epigastric pain. And some of those symptoms when present, we want to investigate uh, further. And for some of these uh, complaints can include, for example, unexplained weight loss in the, in the setting of this abdominal discomfort. So somebody is saying he's having abdominal pain, upper abdomen, and he's now losing weight, we are, we are worried. And we want to investigate uh, uh, that kind of a patient further. Somebody that has this epigastric pain or this abdominal fullness, this discomfort, and is uh, is having a, a, a droppage or shortage of blood, for example, what we call anemia. Mm -hmm. The blood is going down. The blood is getting low. We want to examine, evaluate, and say, ah, why is this person having this shortage of blood, and then is having this? We want to look out for to rule out that there is no something senior. So we call them. Uh, symptoms that raises alarm. Mm. For example, if somebody is having epigastric pain and he has had a family member who has suffered from a gastric uh, malignancy in the past and another family member is now complaining of upper abdominal pain, we will not just sweep it under the carpet and say it's simple peptic ulcer disease. Mm. Just go and use this drug and you'll be fine. Or go and do this. We want to investigate. So it's, an, it's a sign that it's a symptom that makes us to get on our, uh, we call it an alarm an alarm symptom. So there are the simple symptom of dyspepsia, epigastric pain, abdominal fullness, bloating sensation. But when we see some particular set of symptoms, it raises an alarm in the heart of the physician. So some of them, like I said, is unexplained weight loss. Some of them is uh, when there is unexplained shortage in the person's blood, when there is a difficulty with swallowing mm -hmm. along the line, or a family member that has had... Uh, uh, okay, is it hereditary? Not hereditary, but some that is, for example, if a family, for example, a cancer can have a pattern in families. Mm. So, somebody, a risk factor for any condition is if a family member has had a particular condition, other family mm. members may be at risk. It's not as if it's hereditary. Okay, they may be genes, yes, there mm. may be some predisposition. So, if a family member has suffered a malignancy, if you are seeing any subtle sign that can eventually point to that malignancy in other family members, you want to quickly address it early. Malignancies are treatable if detected early. So if you are seeing some symptoms of what looks like dyspepsia in somebody that has a family member that has suffered from a gastric tumor or malignancy, you want to quickly 
investigate as soon as possible. So other things that can raise alarm is if there has been difficult recurrent, uh, recurrent vomiting, even passing black, black feces. Mm. What we call, we'll call it melina. So that can tell us that that ulcer is already bleeding. So that person yeah. is bleeding into the intestine, and then the intestine digests the blood and is appearing as black. So someone that is having epigastric pain that is passing out black feces, we mm. want to investigate. So the common sign is just simple abdominal pain. But once we have some other associated symptoms, like what I've highlighted, weight loss, unexplained weight mm-hmm. loss, shortage of blood, recurrent uh, 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 difficulty with swallowing, and then a family member that has a, series, record a record of uh, gastric or, or stomach malignancy or passage of black feces, we want to quickly do something and investigate to uh, manage uh, that kind of symptoms. But by and large, we have just the simple symptoms. But once we see some set of alarms, we call it alarm symptoms. Once we see these alarm symptoms, it helps us to quickly address, to actually address the issues before they go out of hand. All right, thank you very much for that so beautiful explanation, sir. Only kill a one me, I feel a one poverty, a marshal, a team, Okay, Ojapé, 
tele ba ti se eyan nkan to ma pada yori si ile leye oni to yan ba tete fale mo lati le bipe ko ma ba yori si iwu nkan beye o se se ki o ma yori si be tori e la se ni en to wa tin ni apere yi o gbodo tete wa lati se kini lati wa mojuto oni emi to je pe o tun ma sele ni wipe o ma sowo fun yan lati gbe oun je mi eh won ni ti nira ba tin wa ninu pe ka ma gbe oun je mi oun ta eni abo se kini o le gbe mi eh won ni iwo eleyi won ni eyan ma tete ni amojuto won ni te ba so pe eh awon emi te eyan gbodo to ni tete lagbojuto ni pe te eyan ba nya imi dudu eh won ni iwo eleyi na o o o se kini o tete eyan ma tete wa nkan se si eh oro awon nkan ti eyan gbodo ma juwo niye ba ti di pe imi dudu ni a je pe o ni nkan to ti eje ti dapo mo awon nkan beye nkan to nilu amoju to lesekese niye okay ah because of our time let's allow our listeners to also join us on the show so if you want to be part of this you can call in with our 08032170440 or 08032170440 or 09078307878 Number to opesi te ba fe da si ti an so la we yala lati beri beri ni tabi lati da si number to ma ko si lele yi 7878 Sorry, your name or where you're calling from, please. Okay. Um, situation whereby you have no eating money in the morning, and you are feeling some things in your stomach. What can you do for our? What can you use? Okay. Thank you for your question. That is directed to our doctor in the house. Hello. 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 Sorry, can you be more audible, please? Hello. Sorry, you can call, but we couldn't hear that. So, doctor, the person said the first call. I said um, when someone is I've not eating. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Your name and where you're calling from? My name is Person of Ulubuko. Okay. Your question or contribution? That you give it to the doctor in the house. Part of food that they have can cure it, not to confirm with the doctor. And uh, also have to cure with app, also say about it. Thank you. All right, thank you very much. I think you request. So, uh, the first question uh, says uh, that without food, maybe you've not eaten anything since morning. That is from Omarumi. Okay. Hello? Hello. Good morning. Hello. 
Okay, so because of our time, I would like us to quickly attend to those three questions. Uh, first one, the lady said without food, maybe you've not taken anything since morning and you're having a kind of pain that what can you do? Basically, she said, what can I take? So I just want to put it that way to you. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, the caller. Uh, the, the, the answer is obvious. Go and eat something. <laughs> go and eat something. I actually don't want to answer that. Like, <laughs> go and eat something. Eat. But the what is obvious is it is not normal. Mm. Because if it is normal, then everybody should have that discomfort when they are waking up from from sleep. Mm. The there is a bizarre uh, what we call twenty four hour reading, what we call psych and biologic rhythm in the body that regulates production of uh, this acid in the stomach. Now, this acid, I don't want to bore us with all those uh, complex physiology, but this, the, the obvious thing is the acid secretion tends to be uh, highest in the evening and lowest in the morning. And then whenever we eat anything, when we eat food or when we cite food or when we think about food, the acid stimulation can also take place. Mm. So if you think of food, you can start, it's like you are salivating. Yes. You are thinking of food, as you, you are salivating, the body is also, it's as if the body is anticipating food. food so yes. it is, as you are salivating, you are also increasing acid production. The sight of food, the smell of food, mm. the thought of food, and then eating the food itself, all those can uh, stimulate uh, acid uh, production. But a normal person, it should not cause any discomfort. Mm. But if there is already a degree of imbalance, like I was explaining earlier, mm. between the aggressive forces in the stomach, the acid, the pepsin, the digestive enzymes, and the protective forces, the mucosa lining, the prostaglandins, if there are balance, imbalance already exists, and uh, any of these other factors now comes in, the person may feel may feel that discomfort. So that kind of a person may need uh, to be Make evaluated, yes. yes. So that we are sure that he's not already having some degree of imbalance that can be addressed. So we investigate the person. If the causative, the other causative factors identified, especially that H. pylori that I mentioned earlier, that is quickly uh, treated because it is something that is treatable. H. pylori can be treated that treatment that eradicates H. pylori. So once that pylori H bacteria is eradicated, that imbalance is restored easily, and that person will no longer be having that early morning uh, 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 discomfort that he or she is having. So that kind of a person may already be having some subtle signs of peptic disease and might need uh, attention. But in the interim, if he's having that discomfort, while waiting to seek medical evaluation, he should uh, eat something. Okay, uh, quickly, because of our time. The second question, the, the person asks if uh, this herbal concussion can actually use uh, peptic ulcer. Like, you yes. get it, right? Yes, I get the question. Thank you very much, Akola, for that very uh, very good question. The, the available knowledge that we have, the current uh, evidences that we have, does not uh, recommend use of herbal remedies in the treatment of peptic uh, ulcer disease. And the reasons are obvious. 
we don't even know what is in those other remedies. Mm. We don't know which active substances are there. We don't know what dosage of what amount of it the body is able to tolerate under various circumstances. So those are the drawbacks with the use of herbal remedies. You don't know how much of... There may be active substances that can be of uh, uh, therapeutic benefits, but how much of it is the body supposed to take and how much is that person taking? Yeah. And what are the side effects that can come from the use of those substances? So naturally, we don't encourage Current. use of herbal remedies. There are orthodox medicines that are effective in treating peptic ulcer disease. And it's, it's the simple method is just once the patient is, when we are suspecting it, we test the person. There are some invasive tests, there are some non-invasive tests. The non-invasive tests, we just can call, that's not called urea bread test. We can do stool antigen tests for each pylori. We can do some blood tests for serology for each pylori. And once we have evidence of that bacterial infection, the person can be treated and we have relief. From his, uh, uh, from his uh, discomfort. So the, there are proven methods of treating it. We test the patient and we treat the patient to eradicate the H. pylori. And if the other cause that causes patients own is use of uh, uh, painkillers, we, 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 there are some drugs that can be used to help restore the integrity of that mucous lining and as well as uh, we tell the patient to avoid those kind of drugs that worsens or depletes that mucous uh, layer. So that person should, we don't encourage herbal remedies. We rather prefer the proven orthodox medicine which are available, which should be able to be of help to whoever is suffering from peptic ulcer disease. Okay, thank you very much, Doctor. Ah, we are so, so far behind the time. And I would quickly like to ask that during this uh, month of fasting, both Christians and Muslims are fasting, and we have some people dealing with this peptic ulcer. Can they fast? A very simple question, like, can they fast? That is a bit tricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if your symptom is in remission, and because the ulcer, that somebody has ulcer does not mean we have ulcer for life. Mm. So if the peptic because it's just like a wound, and wounds get healed, Yes. So if somebody has asked public ulcer in the past, it's not a rule that it cannot fast. And if you look at the regimen of the fasting that we are doing currently now, the current Ramadan fast, if you have taken something in the morning, yes. you apparently will just be all food for something in the neighborhood of maybe 12 hours, yeah. which normally should, should not cause. It's just like you eat your dinner and you're going to eat your breakfast the following morning. Exactly. So it's, it's strictly the person should still be able to fast if he has had peptic ulcer, if it is just that. But okay. prolonged fasting will not be advisable. And, okay. But if you notice your symptoms are coming back with the fasting, then you may need to stop, stop the fasting okay. and get assisted by qualified uh, medical practitioners. Okay, since we couldn't attend to more calls, uh, this question I keep just coming in. So the person asks, where can we come to maybe to get treatment or tests? Yes, we have a lot of government facilities in town. We have the state government facilities and uh, the teaching hospital where I also work uh, at the moment. So our hospitals are capable of handling uh, these uh, issues. General Hospital is there in Taiwo. Uh, Civil Service Hospital is there in uh, GRA. Teaching Hospital is also there. So all these hospitals have qualified health, health workers, practitioners who can address these issues. But the ones that are now a bit dicey and complex can be referred to the teaching hospital where we have the gas 
gastroenterologist and the uh, pathologist to address them. Okay, thank you very much, Doctor. The, the person that has been doing justice to this peptic ulcer disease is Dr. Femi Aride, the senior registrar, gastroenterology and the pathology unit, Department of Medicine, University of Illinois Teaching Hospital. We appreciate your presence there. Thank you very much. And this is where we have to draw the line, uh, draw the curtain on the show for today. Till next week, that will come your way again. Stay safe and be good. I am Barakat Adejumo. For advert or advice, you can reach out to me on 0813 Bye for now. <laughs> Masih bimasih kah? Tunggu pun pada abu abah, hudabu.